Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 265 of the Worship Probs podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm still dealing with a little, you know, little vocal stuff. You know, Jen, are you, you, you haven't been sick? Have no, you? I haven't. I haven't. Knock on wood. I have you're not good. been. We had a, a tiny cold roll through our house the week leading into Christmas, mm. but I dodged it again. So <laughs> good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I don't know what I got, but what I have is is the gift that keeps on giving. It's lingering. I'm still fighting the good fight, (laughs) fighting the good fight here. And that's what we're going to do today. You know, we got the three E's, entertain, encourage, and equip. And uh, we would be grateful, as we ask every week, if you would jump over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review that is really, really nice. Mm -hmm. Really, really nice. Like, we will really, really like it. If you did that and five stars, like nothing less than five stars, don't bother. If you're going to do a a four stars, don't even bother. We're looking for five stars and something really, really fresh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that would make me happy. It would make me very, yeah, it would be great. Just what a great way to start the new year with some kindness. Right. Well, and here's the deal. We're recording this on the Smales 20th wedding anniversary. We are. So it would be like. That what I don't know what the gift is for 20, but what we oh. could say that it is, it, that it's is a, a five star rating and a really nice review. I think that's great. I think that is what we should. I think that, that is, the, I think that is what it is. 20, 20 year anniversary is a yeah. five star rating on we'll a just podcast make it review. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so good to be back. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited. It's new year. I mean, I've had a sluggish start. Maybe, mm. you know, you're still fighting oh, gosh, battle yes. and. You know, but hey, we're getting there, um, and I'm excited. It's a new year. I'm excited for today. We've got some great things in store. We're going to be sharing prayer concerns. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, it, it, is it OG again? we got some more OG prayer concerns. It is. It is. It's, yes. it's oh, the yes. highlight of my week. <laughs> so we're going to be sharing some <laughs> prayer concerns. Um, and we're going to be sharing an interview that we had with Josh and Matt from The Afters. And they were new friends to us. Yeah. They were new friends, but we really enjoyed good our dudes, conversation yeah. with them. Yeah, good guys. So, yeah, we got some got some good stuff in store today. Yes, we do. And speaking of good stuff, let Jen tell you about our amazing friends at Planning Center. Let's talk about the way that Planning Center can help organize your church ministries. Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. 
So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. So Jennifer, have you ever had an account hacked? No, thankfully. Like a social media account? Yeah, no, but I've heard that once it happens, it's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. So I'm kind of living through it. I didn't get hacked, but somebody took all my pictures. Like so they're like impersonating. Picture, my, and my, yeah, like on Facebook, they took my profile picture and they took the cover photo, the worship probs thing that Allie yeah. made for me. They took that and they made this account and they're sending messages out to people like asking them for, uh, you sent me, somebody sent you a screenshot. Yeah. 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 Jared Barden sent it in and it was like, happy prosperous new year. Our seventh prime credit financial freedom reward commence. <laughs> and then it talks about podcasting and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, look, you need a hobby. Yes. If yeah. you're, if your thing in life is out there, pretend, pretend to be somebody awesome, at least, right. why are you picking on me? <laughs> like Brad Pitt's out there, like all these like amazing people, right. Tiger Woods. Like, why would you pick a podcasting mean guy? Yeah. Get a life, man. Yeah. That's what I want to say to people who do this. Yeah. You you get that. You get that first That's message. Always. Like red flag number one is happy, prosperous new year. I'm like, Brian does not talk like that. <laughs> like That's not right, something right, right, Brian right, right. would say. I know. I'm like, is it, is it bots doing it? Like what, what's the deal? I always go, who falls for know. this? Who falls for this right, and doesn't right. immediately go? My wait friend, to take uh, it. <laughs> I had a friend from from college goes, and you're not a Nigerian prince either. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I'm as disappointed as you are. I am <laughs> just as disappointed that I'm not. So oh. yeah, if you guys, if you if you if we're friends on Facebook, which guys, it it was not going to take a whole lot for me to leave Facebook. I just think it's ridiculous. But if you're if we're friends on Facebook and you ever get a message that starts for me that says happy prosperous new year. Right. It ain't for me. Okay. Right. Like report that. Yeah. And, and it, Brian you hustles have a lot. Opportunity to message whoever the. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Brian hustles a lot, but he's not hustling a, a financial thing or <laughs> it's I'm mainly the podcast that. Yeah, game I'm that Brian's, that. <laughs> Brian's pretty solid yeah. in that lane. <laughs> yeah. You just report that mess for me. If you would, I would be very, very grateful. Um, okay. So here's the deal. We just got some news. So, you know, our friend uh, Papa Gorley over at Five Words Media, they're doing Free Church AV Season 5. It's an AVL system valued at $250,000. Gratis, completely free to the church. The winner will be announced Monday, February 5th. Nice. Monday, February 5th. Typically, that's in a, an Instagram Live on our channel. And so... Keep an eye out for the winning announcement that's happening Monday, February 5th. That's going to be lights out, man. It's going to be okay. so, so awesome. So um, love that they do that. It's going to be powerful. Uh, Refuel Conference, we're, we're, it's just like two weeks away. Yeah. January 19th and 20th up in Mishawaka, Indiana, Bethel University. Join us there. We're going to be recording a podcast and doing some other things as well. We've got John Egan, Martin Smith, Natalie Runyon. like. It's Red Rocks worship. Like it's yeah. going to be a really, really great. And I, I'll be honest with you guys, there is not a better time to come to Northern Indiana mm -hmm. than late January. Right. 
Right. It's beautiful. I mean, some people might go to like the south of France, right. some people, maybe like Miami Beach, whatever. Right. You could come to Mishawaka and could. you will have a very similar experience, I would say. I, yeah, that's probably a very fair assessment. Yeah. I've never been to the south of France, but when I was in Indiana in January last year, I did think, wow, this right? probably rivals France. <laughs> exactly. It's a lot like that. It's a lot like that. Maybe a little less, um, there's less of a language barrier. So you got that to look forward to. Mm -hmm. um, but it is, it is, it's going to be fantastic. And these are just great people up at they are. We love David. And, you know, he was on with us back in November and just a really, really good dude. Uh, Worship Karaoke Season 3 will be coming soon. We talked a little bit about that last week. And um, you guys know Big Yonsei. We finally got Big Yonsei in the uh, in the shotgun seat. And it will not disappoint. I can promise you that. So Season 3 is coming. Be sure and go check those out. Uh, follow, subscribe on the YouTubes if you would. And uh, uh, that would be a real blessing to us as well. And hey, Patreon. Um, haven't talked about that in a while and we talked about it last week. Uh, if the podcast has ever made a difference for you, maybe a difference in your ministry or uh, it's made an impact on you, we're, that's our goal. And, and, and I hope that's the case. Um, Patreon is, a, is an opportunity for you to support the podcast. And so uh, there are all kinds of levels and every level comes with a little something different. So, uh, you know, check that out. There's a link in our bio and you can, uh, Support us on Patreon. Help us uh, help us take this on down the road. We would be uh, certainly uh, very, very grateful to you. Yes, we would. Well, Brian. Yeah, Jim. You know what time it is? What time is it? I think it's time for Prayer Concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. So if you're new to the podcast, prayer concerns, some people actually do send us prayer requests and that's not what this is for. But if you send us one, we will we pray will, for you. We will pray. Um, yeah, we will lift you up. Yeah, you will be, we will take you to the war room. Uh, but what this is actually for is a lot of times you have a connection card or some kind of card in your seat back in the, in the, the old uh, worship center or sanctuary or church. And, you know, you ask people for their name, address, whatever. And then there'd be a section like that says, how can we pray for you? And sometimes they'll use that prayer section to really light you up. Like, I didn't like this at all. Uh, why are you wearing holy jeans or hats or whatever? Like, don't sing, don't be messing with my hymns. Mm -hmm. uh, turn it down. You know, the, the hazer is messing with my corn allergy. 
like you get all manner of, of roast from the congregation. Some people last week, I think we had a Google review. Uh, so any of these kind of comments that you get, um, those are in our context. Those are what we call prayer concerns. You can submit yours uh, through the link in our bio. You can also just jump over to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours there. We make this covenant promise to you. It, you will always remain anonymous, as will your church. Uh, unless you're like some people and you share it and say, hey, that prayer request, that prayer concern is mine. Yeah. Uh, then that's not that, on us. I can't that's not it. on us at that point. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not on us. But we <laughs> will never out you. I promise that. So <laughs> let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. I got a connection card on Monday morning that said, do you have to praise the Lord like that? I find it very distracting. And I had uh, raised my hands from the guitar guitar above my head just to oh my gosh. worship the Lord. Just raise my hands. <laughs> Do you just have to? Hallelujah. Here's a, here's a worship leader just raising a hallelujah. Wow. Do you yeah. have to do that? It's very distracting. <laughs> I just don't even know what to think. Right. You need to stay. That, that member needs to stay out of the Psalms. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. you're going to find that very distracting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on with the hands in the Psalms. They are not going to like it. It's clapping a lot going and all on dancing. There's, all sorts of distractions. Yeah, all right. <laughs> My goodness. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. Okay, I'm just going to tell you. I just read them. Okay, so hang on to your hats on this one. Okay, we have a lady in our church who raises gerbils. She has over 300 of them, and I am not lying. 300 gerbils. She once told me, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She she once told me that she loved my worship leading so much that I was the only member of the staff that she'd ever named a gerbil after. (laughs) I guess that's a compliment. That is like... I guess it's a compliment and also wow. the, maybe the weirdest one we've ever gotten. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I named a gerbil after you. You should feel honored. I named a gerbil after you. One of your, my 300. Your leading is so incredible. <laughs> <laughs> no one got me, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. You just, you never know. That people. That, yeah, that was a good one. That one got me. That one got me. Okay. <laughs> number three, prayer concern number three. I'm a worship leader at my church, and I once had a lady who was visiting tell me she liked the service, but that my fellow worship leader who was wearing a hat was disrespectful, and we shouldn't wear hats because her husband associates them with gangs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mine, what a stretch, man. Mind you, this was a regular, <laughs> regular hat with the leader's home state college logo on it. <laughs> like... Her husband must have a hard time watching baseball games like this. Exactly. <laughs> going exactly. anywhere like in public. Football games. Like, <laughs> There's just exactly. gangs. Like, gangs everywhere. <laughs> right. Those hats, like I'm a gang, I'm repping right, right now. Right, you know? right. He would be very triggered <laughs> every week when he sees Yeah, Brian. it would be really tough for him. <laughs> oh It'd be really, gosh. really tough for him. Wow. I, I could see oh if the worship gosh, leader was wearing fantastic. like a bandana on the platform, maybe more yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. but a hat. Wow. 
I don't wow. think that's, yeah, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> okay, number four, prayer concern number four. Um, got this text recently from a church member, and it says, my daughter and my husband, they enjoy the more contemporary worship, and, you know, so I, so I attend that service with them. So with the PowerPoint of the lyrics of the hymns, it might be helpful to have a bouncing ball over what you are actually singing so we can keep up. Or sheet music somewhere. People could take it if they wanted. <laughs> a bouncing ball at karaoke. <laughs> this is these are very extra. It's like great. Are you <laughs> Lord? Have you ever done karaoke? <laughs> like right. it like highlights the word as you're singing. Wow, that's a great suggestion. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> or sheet music. These are very extra. This wow. is the way to kick off a new year. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, oh, this is what we're looking for. When we yeah. tell you to submit your prayer concerns, these mm -hmm. are the kinds of things we're... Yep. Okay, here's the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. And it says, we had a meeting today with all of the staff across our campuses, and I was asked to lead worship. When the meeting was over, I had an older staff member approach me and say, you did all right, rookie. You'll get there one day. <laughs> oh man oh just thank thank you <laughs> what else can you say to that people no filters man no just there that. are no filters no. that was a as enjoyable a, a segment of prayer concerns as we've had in a while right i feel like we've had two really and, strong uh, weeks got, in a row two strong weeks in really a good row. man you guys wow. send yours in send your i know you've got them um, even if you don't think they're that great, just send them in. We we need them. Mm -hmm. And you can DM those to us on any of the socials, or you can uh, go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and uh, submit yours there. Well, uh, man, I've loved these guys. I've loved their music for a long time. And they're both local church guys. Uh, you know, they're just serving local churches in their cities. And uh, they happen to have this, thing that takes them uh, all over the world, uh, is, which is a band called The Afters. And so we made uh, some new friends recently when we sat down with Josh and Matt from The Afters. The Worship Props Podcast is thrilled to have Matt and Josh from The Afters Guys, thank you so much for taking the time. It's great to see you. Good to be seen. Thank you. Thanks for having yes. us. Thrilled to have you. We're, we're spanning the country today because we've got Brian and right. Indy. I'm in the Nashville area. We've got Matt over in the Dallas area, and Josh is in the Phoenix area. So we're like we're we're, we're spread across the U.S. today. So sometimes we're national, but we're, we're, we're everywhere. Now. We're just everywhere. <laughs> Guys, we're so oh, glad that you can be with us. So um, we'll just we'll just start out nice and easy. How's life been going for you? It's been going pretty good. We are um, obviously in the midst of Christmas music, which is always a hard thing for a worship leader. Um, and then on top of that, we have a, the afters have a Christmas show. So then we've got a lot of other, you know, there's a lot of moving, moving pieces. Um, a couple weekends of Christmas. Shows. Yeah. So, wow. oh, that's right. We have two weekends in a row of Christmas shows. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people might not know this about us, but Matt and I, for, uh, man, probably the last 15, 16 years, of being a part of the afters, we've also been worship pastors. 
worship leaders for our churches and got real plugged into our communities. So this is a busy season coming up. You know, we're going into Christmas. So it's, uh, that's go time. I mean, anybody in worship ministry knows that's uh, the most stressful time, maybe tied with Easter for the yeah. most stressful yeah. time. Mm-hmm. But I love it. It's my favorite time. I, lo- I love that Matt's like, we've so, got a okay. Christmas show. And then you're like, we've got a couple. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're going to want to like set a, a few, reminder. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. A couple weekends of Christmas shows. You're going to want a reminder That's in your awesome. phone. Hey, I will be, don't miss it. I will be on awesome that do the plane. Calendar later, I will be on that plane <laughs> with my guitar. I will be ready to go. That's incredible. That's incredible. Um, okay. So tell us a little bit about... Uh, Tell us a little bit about your churches, if you would, and mm-hmm. and and kind of bridge that into like how did how did the afters happen? Like, tell us a little bit a little bit of background, a little bit about your mm-hmm. your ministry stories. Well, I'm at a church called the Grove. It's in Chandler, Arizona. Uh, non-denominational kind of Bible church. Uh, been here for ten years now. Uh, met our pastor. He was actually on tour with us as a speaker. He. He, he writes books as well and had a book that came out and his publisher got him a speaking role on a tour that we were doing. It was us and Sanctus Real and Leland. Oh. And uh, he would come out and talk about his book. And then he would also share about, uh, I think it was Food for the Hungry, uh, share about the work they do. And, and so uh, he was on our bus and we got to know him really well. And we'd go, we both love coffee. And so we'd go find coffee shops. And and then uh, I I heard about his church a lot over the course of that tour and loved the the heart behind it and you know, the vision that they have for being a real missional church and and really impacting their community for Jesus, but also, you know, being a, a church that does a lot of ministry globally and just loved that and loved, uh, loved the pastor, Palmer. And so I told my wife then, I said, well, you know, if that's a church that'd be really cool to be a part of. You know, I don't know if that'll ever happen someday, but it'd be a cool church to do ministry with. And it was a few years later that Palmer reached out to me. He's like, hey, there's no there's no possibility that you'd ever base out of Arizona, is there? Because on tour, he saw Matt and I before that, we had already committed to come home to our churches anytime as possible. So if if we play a Saturday night show and we can drive to an airport that's within a few hours, and get on a flight that gets us home early enough to worship with our churches and our families. Mm-hmm. And we we made a commitment to each other to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And so we've been doing that for years. So he, he saw us catching these early morning flights. Sometimes we'd, you know, even after church, come back home, uh, to the tour. And so he saw us doing that. So he was like, would you base out of Arizona? And I was like, my wife would never in a million years <laughs> live in Arizona. I've been there in August. <laughs> it's inhumane what you guys go through in this summer. <laughs> But I said, but but your church sounds really cool. I remember hearing about it. And so I said, I'll bring it to my wife. I'm sure she's not going to be open to it, but, you know, who knows? And we had just been praying about kind of what was next for our family. We lived in Texas for most of my life. And we were all kind of ready to leave Texas because my family had been moving out. We didn't have really any family there anymore. And uh, we were just ready for what was next. And our kids were getting to the age that if we were going to make a change, and we wanted to to do it before they were in high school. And so we looked at going to Colorado, had some connections in Colorado. My mom had moved to Colorado. But then he said, well, why don't you come out and visit Arizona for a weekend? And of course, we flew out there in February. Oh, no. And it was absolutely incredible. It's the best time 
to introduce anybody to the state, bring them out in February. It was stunning. We loved it. Loved the church. Just fell in love with the community there. Made friends that weekend that are still some of my best friends to this day. And so we ended up, but then we moved in June. And it was 115 degrees the day that we pulled into the valley. Oh, <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> and they still say but that now every summer. Years. Every summer they still say, <laughs> what have we done? Oh, yeah. What are we doing here? Yep. And then oh. we get in our car and we drive two hours away and it's 40 degrees cooler <laughs> up in Flagstaff. That's incredible. Wow. Incredible. But no, yeah. we, we do love it out here and love the church and I'm, I'm really grateful for the worship community that we have here. It's a, it's a really sweet place. That's awesome. That's awesome. Matt, what, what about you? So I, it was really kind of a, a weird story in a completely different way than Josh's was, but we, um, we bought a house in, we bought this house where I live right now, um, in 2008 and we moved out here and we tried to go to our other church, uh, which was probably, I don't know, a 30 minute drive for a few months. Um, and we, it was just like a transitional place in life for us and our whole community group too. So we, all of our community group was made up of kind of basically people in our same place in life. But a lot of them, uh, there was one business guy that got take. He got hired to go somewhere else, so he split. We had three doctors that were in residency, and all three of them got like a good like doctor job in another state or another country or like in a couple of other places. Everybody just wow. kind of like split, and then it was just us and this one other family, and it just kind of felt like it was all falling apart. And it was really hard. We had two, uh, let's see, we had, yes, we had, we had one infant and one like two-year-old at the time. And my gosh, like to make that drive and like naps and all these other things, it was like, it just wasn't, it, it just wasn't possible long-term mm -hmm. to kind of let, have that church, you know, lifestyle. We didn't have community. We lost all of our community. Um, and we were never in that neighborhood and nobody from that church was ever in our neighborhood. So it just kind of fell apart. And then there was a church just like three blocks from where we, where we live. And we thought, well, you know, what, we'll go, we'll go visit that church. And I hated it. Like it was, <laughs> it was the worst um, because I just loved our church and it wasn't our church. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I didn't like the... I didn't like the worship and the pastor wasn't like the style of my old pastor. And it was just like, I don't know. I just, I was not feeling it. But at the time we were still on the road all the time. So my wife was just like, well, I don't care what you think. I, I like <laughs> these people. And, I'm the one who's going to be yeah, going to church and so. you're gone <laughs> all the time. So I'm just going to, I'm going to go here anyway. Um, and so like, mm. oddly, um, that kind of slowly evolved into being our church home. And the pastor came up to me and was like, Hey, so I hear that, you know, you, you know, you lead worship and you play in this band and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know, and, and we had gone there and they have a, they had a worship leader and all that stuff. And so I thought, well, you know, maybe God's calling me to just sit in the pew for a while. And we had, I kind of prayed about it and thought through it. And I was like, yeah, well, maybe that's, you know. So he, he was having this conversation with me and I told him that 
but I didn't, re- I didn't, I didn't get the, you know, I didn't figure out what he was actually saying was, Hey, this guy is on his way out and I'm looking for another guy, which, which he didn't say. So I'm like, uh, looking back. Pastor's not going to let a skilled musician sit in a pew for yeah, very long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right, right. so when I, I asked him about that later and he's like, yeah, I, I should have been more direct. Uh, but anyway, regardless, uh, I didn't, I didn't get what he was getting at. Uh, but anyway, he didn't even tell you. He just like, hey, can no, you, can you come a little early? On, right. uh, hey, bring, on Sunday? bring your oh, guitar. Oh, oh, just bring your God. guitar. I mean, yeah, just no, throw it in the car. You never yeah. know. Yeah. No. So, uh, so this little church is Redeemer in Rockwall, Texas, which is like Rockwall is kind of like a suburb of Dallas, but it's actually outside of Dallas County. So we're kind of, uh, well, when we moved here, we were a little country town and now we are like totally in the suburbs because it has just grown way past us. Um, but anyway, I, we've been there, uh, since two, 2011 ish. Um, and I've been the worship pastor there for almost as long. Um, and it's just, we, we love it out there. So, but it was kind of a, Man, that's awesome. it was kind of a, like, we didn't, we didn't go there for the, you know, the air quotes gig. Um, yeah. we just went there because it was, it was down the street from us and then God opened the door. So just kind of a, mm-hmm. kind of a weird, weird way around. And doing it. what we do with the afters, um, being involved in church ministry has been very life-giving. It really has. And it's also given kind of an, an inside look into what a lot of the places that we go into with the afters, like what the people there are going through. Now I walk in and I know exactly what the worship pastor is going through and what, you know, the staff there, you know, I, I, I have some, some inside knowledge of, of kind of what it looks like for them and can relate to them better too. So I think it's been a cool, a cool thing. Absolutely. On levels. So tell, how did you guys get together? How, how did that happen? Coffee. Well, um, yeah, it was coffee, pretty much coffee. We, we went to school together when we were younger, but didn't really know each other that well. But it was, it was really when we uh, started working at the same Starbucks coffee shop. That was when we got to know each other and hung out more and, and started the band there. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. It's like Starbucks where a lot That's of so we still love band, Christian guys and band members and worship leaders. That's where they all start out is like Starbucks. That's awesome. That's wow. Awesome. I know because it's so flexible. It was so flexible and it had good benefits. And yeah. yeah. It was a it was very good for that time period. Wow. Yeah. So how long have you guys been a band then? Ooh. 20. Um, carry the one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude. We first started playing together in what ninety nine? Wow, I think so. Ninety nine. It was ninety nine. Ninety nine. Twenty five years. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. We that went through incredible. a couple different iterations, different band names. It was two thousand five that we released the first Afters record. Gotcha. Wow, wow. That, that's wow. amazing. I'm going to tell you this: that song "Life Is Beautiful." I love all. I love your music. I'm a fan. Mm. But that song "Life Is Beautiful," dude, I will ugly face cry. <laughs> And listen to it mm. on repeat for 20 minutes. It's a, it's a. That's actually how we're going to spend the rest of our Brian, time today. We're just going to, we're going to play it and watch Brian. We're just yeah, going to exactly. play it on just our face. Life is we're going to play it. We're going to watch. Gonna gonna cry. Brian, we're going to watch you ugly cry. <laughs> Brian, that is the the only song <laughs> that we have written in that like even close to that amount of time. We wrote that song in Josh. What do you think? 20 minutes? 30 minutes? It just came so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It just it's wow. one of those songs just came out. And that never happens to us. I mean, I hear about these things wow. like 
supposedly, you know, people sit down and they write this whole song mm -hmm. and it's amazing. Uh, that never happens to us, but that one was a really fast one. Really fast. Oh, mm -hmm. Wow. It's that's so incredible. It's so good. Okay. So you're, you guys have your latest song out is God with us. Um, and it, it just carries such a, an incredible message. What can you tell us um, about the song and, and how it was written? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it came out of a season where uh, a really hard season where Matt, his wife, uh, she had been diagnosed with uh, a cancerous tumor in her lung. And they had been walking through the treatment for that. She had surgery to remove uh, a big part of one of her lungs. And we were in the studio shortly after that. And, you know, we're trying to work on a song. And we could just tell that Matt, Matt was struggling. And so we got to talking about, about that and it got real emotional right there in the studio. And, you know, this idea of well, where's God in, in these kinds of situations? You know, where's God? My wife's a, a, an amazing woman. You know, he was like, my, there's nobody better than, than my wife. You know, well, how could something like this happen to her? And now she also found out that she's going to likely have a, uh, a progressive lung disease for the rest of her life as a result of all of it. You know, and, and where's God in those kinds of situations when you get the bad news, when, you, when you're walking through the loss and, and grieving and when the thing you love the most is taken away from you or the person you love the most, it's like, where, where's God in those times? And because if we, if we truly believe in our faith, we believe that God is present in all things, right? And, and, and so we wanted, to, we wanted to address that in a song, but not in a way that felt hopefully like our, it's hard because you write a song like that, it can easily feel trite or it can easily feel like you're trying to put a bow on it. And we didn't want to, our goal was to not do that, but to like really address the, the heart of it. So we just started asking questions, you know, where's God? You know, when you lose the ones you love the most, you know, where's God in, in the heartache? Where's God in the tears? Where's God when, you know, all these scenarios. And then, um, you know, we answer it with words that come from scripture. You know, that he's, we know that he's here with us. And so, you know, the idea of God is with us, you know, this time of see this time of the years, Emmanuel has talked about a lot. Well, that's one of the names of God. God is with us. He dwells among us. And, and so knowing that, that when we walk through these impossibly hard things in life, we're not alone in it. God is present with us. And even Jesus said, he said, there will be troubles. Mm -hmm. right? he, he, tell, he, he didn't sugarcoat it. He, we know there's going to be troubles. A part of life is that you are going to go through loss. You are going to go through suffering. It's a part of the human experience. There's no avoiding it. Um, but then he says, but take heart because I've overcome the world. And so knowing that when we do go through these incredibly hard things, that, that God is present in the middle of it with us. And so as I look back on the hardest things that I've gone through in my life, um, in the middle of it, it was very hard to see this. But now looking back, I can see that God was present in it. I see evidence of that. I see that he was alongside me and that he did some really cool things, even in the midst of some of the hardest moments of my life. And so the goal was... We really hoped that we'd have a song that would encourage people in their faith, you know, that when people who are going through that season of life, when they would hear that they would, that it might nudge them towards leaning on, on God and, and recognize that God is present. And the bridge says, we might never have the answers. We might never know the outcome, but we have Jesus. And so even when I face the darkness, 
We know better days are coming because we have Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's, we don't know it's all going to be better. We don't know that it's all going to, like, I prayed for my dad. With groups of people, I found all the, the best prayer warriors I could when my dad had cancer. And we gathered around him. And I truly believed my dad was going to be healed of cancer. But that wasn't the ending that, my, that God had in store for my dad. Now, was God present with us during that time? Absolutely, he was. Mm-hmm. And so recognizing that, I mean, suffering is a part of this Christian experience. And I feel like sometimes we gloss over that. And so, I don't know, we, we hope to, to bring that into the light a little bit and, I would say, and, uh, I would say, and encourage people. I would say even more than, more than that, Josh, I would, I would say that suffering, especially like when you look in Scripture, Suffering is the chief way, the main way that God would communicate to his people. Like he would teach his people through suffering when they would rebel against him and they would push away. He would allow them to just go through suffering and then he would use that to bring them back. And I think we have done a poor job as a church in general of of teaching a theology of suffering. Instead, historically speaking, like in our generation, you know, they have like people will say, well, if you're suffering, you must have sin in your life, you know, and, and that's just not I mean, that may that may be the case, but that's not inherently the case. It may just be the case that you live in a fallen world that's broken by sin. Consequently, you're going to, you know, and everybody's going to die. Right. And so you're going to have that mm-hmm. suffering of death and loss in your life. One hundred percent, regardless of whether you're a saint or you're a sinner. You know, uh, I mean, we're all sinners, but you know what I mean. Um, C.S. Lewis has this quote. It says, uh, God whispers to us in our pleasure, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. Mm-hmm. It's a megaphone to rouse a deaf world. Yeah. And I think there's so much truth in that. Like what the times that bring us to our knees are, mm-hmm. are so often those, those times. 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, our, our world is... Um, in need of that reminder, the reminder of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Josh, did I read that your sister is mm-hmm. uh, an archaeologist? Yeah, in the Middle East. Yep, she lives in Israel, right above the Sea of Galilee. Wow. So she's there, there right now. She and her husband. His. Uh, she's married to an Israeli, and his family lives in a city called uh, Ashkelon, mm-hmm. which was one of the cities on the south border. Um, that had been uh, attacked on the initial Hamas attack day. So, yes, they, their family fled north, and they've been staying with with my sister, and it's been incredibly, incredibly hard time over there. Absolutely. Well, we'll be praying for both of you and both of your families. Um, thank you. No, thank um, you for sure. For sure. Thank you. Wow! Wow! Um, that's incredible. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to switch gears because <laughs> that uh, man, that was so good, but I got, I got to bring the humor now. I just, I have to. So, yeah. you know, you guys have, mm-hmm. you've been doing music a long time. You, you, you tour, you know, you guys have said that plus you both um, worship leaders, worship pastors. So you have a lot of time kind of on a stage. So there has to be some sort of a, a story sometime where things kind of went off the rails Maybe they didn't go as planned. Um, you know, you, you came off the track, you fell off. We've had people actually fall off the stage. So is there like a story <laughs> you can share with our listeners? Because we all love to laugh. Um, it helps us feel a little bit better about ourselves. But 
Do you guys have any stories you can share? I had a pretty embarrassing moment. And it was it was almost way more embarrassing, but thankfully some quick thinking saved me. Uh, we were playing a show in Kansas, and it was at a zoo, uh, which was already an unusual thing. We heard that it tranquilized <laughs> some of the animals so they wouldn't be disturbed by the music. True story. Oh, oh, True story. Oh, so you had all these... Really chill lions in there. <laughs> that sounds, uh, it sounds like that's made up. That, that totally sounds right? made up. It's is not. It really is. Really so we're, we're playing our show, and I came down off the stage intentionally and was walking you know, in the crowd among, among people. And I, I go back and I, I go to jump back onto the speaker to, to climb back on the stage, and I feel a rip in my pants. And it's from my knee all the way up as far as it could rip. Oh, and oh, and I, we were about halfway through our show. And the next song, so I see this happen. I'm like, oh, no, we still have like six songs left, seven songs left. And the next song, I'm on keys. And the keys were set towards the front of the stage. And I look down and there's all these like, teenagers and kids and stuff, you know, up at the front of the stage. I'm, I'm about to scar them. <laughs> this is not good. This is not good. And so uh, I did some quick thinking. And I turned around and I showed our drummer and he's just like laughing, <laughs> seeing this you know, hugely exposed part of me. And he, uh, he throws me some, some tape, uh, gaff tape. And so I taped up my leg, made it through the rest of the show. Thankfully, save my dignity. Well, I'm picturing you with like one of those good. church modesty cloths, like wrapped around his waist and like yeah. just tucked in. Yeah. Like an apron style. <laughs> an apron. Yeah, apron just exactly. tucks it in. Oh my gosh. Gap yeah. to the rescue. Wow. And in worship, we had a time, uh, there was a really funny one where, uh, so uh, there's an artist named Katie Nicole, oh, yeah. who actually came out of our church. She's from our church community. And, um, used to sing here every week for, for a long time. And she was sharing a song and it was this really intimate moment. And we live broadcast. So this is, this is out there somewhere. And, uh, in the middle of this really sweet, you know, introspective, you know, heartfelt moment, the bass drops and it's just, <laughs> She's like, oh, <laughs> oh man, the bass drop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I Matt, anything, anything I've, for got, you? I've got one. Uh, fortunately, you couldn't tell. Uh, you couldn't tell other than my look of discomfort. But I mistimed my bathroom trip before the last service one time. And I oh, no. and I had to pee so bad <laughs> during the last song, and I don't and I don't remember there was something somebody prayed like really long or something like that. It took so <laughs> I remember just thinking it probably was like just normal. But in wrap up your prayer in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, like I've got to figure out like maybe there's a cup just like in the room just off the stage, like I can run over there and like pee in the cup real quick and then, you know, come back. Um, and I, I actually just a little bit peed my pants. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
just a tiny, <laughs> tiny little bit. And hopefully you were wearing the I, right color I pants. was. I was, and <laughs> yeah, you couldn't right. tell. And I was like, Good. Wow. It was you all of a sudden, like you lower your guitar. Yeah, goes down a little further. Oh my gosh. It was wow. it was just oh, painful because like like here I am in front of all these people and like and I it's just like I just can't I can't I can't I can't stop it. And so then I just like I peed a little bit and Ooh. then I was like <laughs> squeezing my legs together for that last song and then we got through that last song and I was Pew off to the oh, restroom. So oh Man, my get god! Out of here quick. And I, <laughs> so I wonder how many worship leaders have had this happen. One embarrassing thing, and I would say it's uh, it may happen twice even over the course of my being here at the Grove, um, where you get a cue from the pastor on when you're supposed to come back out right after the message. <laughs> <laughs> but the pastor, yes didn't realize that he actually says that thing way earlier in his message and then comes back to it. Oh. So there was, one, there was one Sunday where I was like, oh my gosh, no, that's for sure the cue. Wow, his, his sermon's short today. And I go out there and I you know, pick up my guitar, I'm standing there. And he was like, he's like, there's, there's no subtle way to do this. He's like, uh, sorry, Josh, but I still have like 20 minutes left. <laughs> I love that. So I just like, Put my guitar down. <laughs> and we're in the round. So it's yeah. oh, not gosh. like, you know, you're walking up behind. Like, you have to walk on. It's very, very, very noticeable by everyone in the room. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, well, thanks for uh, thanks for sharing those. That's incredible. Um, okay, so we end. Uh, we're going to get to the big room question here in just a second. But if you're listening, make sure you go grab your copy of God mm. is with us by the afters and uh, follow them on the socials. Uh, this is the kind of music and these are the kind of people we obviously you guys want. We want you to support. So, um, OK, so we end every interview with a, the same question. Mm -hmm. We call it the big room question. And if we could get mm -hmm. all the worship leaders and all their volunteers and all the tech leaders and all their volunteers, we got them all together in one big room um, and we gave you guys a microphone, what for each of you, what would you want to say to them? Hmm. So I have a friend who was in worship ministry for a long time, over a decade. They recently stepped away from it. And going into this Christmas, I was asking, oh, how's it been? And, like, and they were like, this is the best Christmas ever. And I knew what they were saying, but part of that made me really sad. And I know that if you're in worship ministry, it's easy to, to run out of fuel. It's easy to run ragged. It's easy to, to be overextended and overworked and, 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 uh, and to feel unappreciated and all those things. And, and your team, you know, especially if you have a volunteer team, um, it's easy to burn out. And so I would encourage people to do the things that you need to, to refresh yourself, to, to remind yourself of why you do it. Um, love on your team, love on your team. Uh, it can't just be that they're showing up to do it because that, that will burn them out. It's gotta be more than that. We have a, we have a really sweet community here and I really try to, to foster that on our team so that our people are coming. It's more than just, showing up and doing the work. No, you're part of a family. We're doing this together. We're in this together. Um, 
but it, it breaks my heart to see people burn out. You know, I, I hope to never be the person who's like, this is the best Christmas ever because I'm not doing church work. Mm-hmm. No, like this should be the best Christmas ever because we're doing church work and because we're, we're part of something really cool in the church and something really cool that God is doing. And, and we're pointing people to Jesus and it's easy to get distracted by all the stuff that has to happen. So I would just say, you know, with, with anything in life, you have to fill your tank up or you're going to run out of steam. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. in relationships, it's that way. With your work, it's that way. With ministry, it's that way. If you don't fill your tank up, and and so that might look different for different people, but find that thing that refreshes you, that energizes you, that gives you what you need to be able to enjoy what you're doing and remember why you're doing it. Amen. And I think I would, uh, I mean, I think that is so important, Josh. That's 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 a really good. Um, I, I think I would say, um, I think I think if it could probably all be like wrapped up in one word, which is contentment. And uh, I think it's contentment has kind of become a word uh, that people kind of mean like lazy, but that's not what I'm talking about. People think, oh, you're you're just content where you are. You don't care to like grow and become, you know, do something bigger and better or whatever. I think what I what I mean by that is just like. Just recognize that God has put you where you are for his service. And uh, we have come, we've obviously we've, we've played in a lot of churches all over the country and we will see these worship leaders that play at these churches and they're like, man, I just wish I could be doing what you're doing. And, you know, uh, man, that's really what I want. I want to start, you know, writing more songs and, you know, you know, putting up and, and maybe try to get a record deal. And I'm like, oh man, uh, you know, like it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's just this is where God has put us, and so we're doing this. But God has put you here right now, and just focus on on doing that really well. You know, there's nothing wrong with you know writing songs and doing all that other stuff, but don't don't lose sight of the fact that God has put you as a worship leader, as a worship director, as a uh, as a video tech or an engineer or whatever on your team. You, you are doing all of this for the glory of God, or you're doing it as a gig. And nobody can change that mentality except for you. And the difference is hating what you do and, realize, and realizing that what you're doing is pointing people to Jesus. It is missional. It's missionary in nature. And so I think, I think what I would encourage everybody on a church worship team or production team is to just recognize that what you're doing is ministry. What you're doing is moving people and pointing people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. That's so good. Everybody always wants, we, 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 I feel like there's something in us that always makes us want the next thing often the expense of really enjoying where God has us right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so if you are, you, you might want to be, the lead worship pastor, or you might want to be a Christian artist. We hear that a lot from worship pastors. How do you become a Christian artist and get signed to a label and all this stuff? Well, that may or may not be what God has for you, but God has you where you are right now. And so all you can do right now is, is be the best that you can right where God has you. Come on. Come on. 
Man, that's so good. That's so good. Thanks for what you guys do. Thanks for all the amazing songs and thanks for uh, taking some time and and spending it with us today. Guys, make sure you go grab your copy of God is with us by the afters and follow them on the socials at the afters official. Um, it's a great follow and uh, you will be encouraged. So guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. for. Hey, thank you time. so much. Yeah. Appreciate you, thank guys. you guys. Thanks for having us on today. Man, those are good dudes. Yeah. I really, I'm, and I, I've said this on the podcast a hundred times. I'm always intrigued when we get to talk to people who are serving the local church. You know, they're plugged in to a local congregation, and then God, God calls them, uses them in these ways that are so far beyond, you know, uh, the walls of their local church. And yeah. Um, that, but I, 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 I was like, really, I, I, like I love that they're still so plugged in because I do think like we see a yeah. lot these days of people wanting to, it's almost, and this isn't to bash on people if they want to serve outside, but it's almost like they, they use the worship platform as a stepping stone and the hope is to, you know, make some sort of a career outside. And it's not that there's anything wrong with that, but I do love that they have held on to the importance of the local mm-hmm. church. Um, and then they just get Amen. to do something else on top of it. So. Yeah, really great. Very cool. Very cool. So make sure you go check out their their song, God is with us. Um, man, if there's ever a time uh that our our world needs that that message uh right now, um uh it's it's uh it's right now. So uh, God is with us um from uh from the afters. Follow them on the socials. Uh they are just uh just great, great dudes and um really, really enjoyed our conversation with them. Yep. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 265 of the Worship Probs podcast. Hey, make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast content, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just hit subscribe. That way you never have to go look for us. We just show up bright and early every Tuesday morning. You know, most Tuesdays I wake up to the sound of our voices coming from the bathroom because Josh listens first thing in the morning. So (laughs) that's a jarring way to wake up, but um, (laughs) hit subscribe. It it, it just shows up magically. And like Brian said earlier, you know, go on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. Help me celebrate my 20th wedding anniversary by doing that. Mm, I don't know how many different ways we can ask for this gift. You know, we've asked for Christmas. We've asked for New Year's resolution. (laughs) Now it's my 20th wedding anniversary. Just just go do it, guys. It's real easy, real simple. And we really appreciate it. And thank you so much for following us um, on all the socials, for engaging with us, for sending us your questions, for sharing posts, just for being you. You guys are amazing. You can find us at Worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, and YouTube. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on TikTok. Make sure you join our um, Worship Probs community group over there on Facebook. There's lots of different conversation happening um, over there. Uh, Members are, once you're in there, you're able to post. We have members in there that are like posting questions and getting, um, you know, input from other people. So it really is a good, strong community. If you need kind of a safe place to bounce something off of, you do need to answer the questions if you want to be added to that group. So take two seconds, answer the very easy questions, but join us over there. You will be denied. Or you will be denied if you don't answer. I'm sorry, but that's, (laughs) that's just how it goes. And last, but definitely not least, you can still find us over on Twitter by searching the hashtag worship leader props. Amen. Do it. Just do it guys. Do it. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's when I hear that number episode two sixty five. 
you know, we've been with you now for since 2018, doing this every single week. And we don't take for granted that you listen. So thank you so much. Um, we really are uh, incredibly grateful uh, that you listen. And, um, you know, we're, we're closing in on, uh, you know, this year we're going to probably hit 1.5 million listens of this podcast over the time. And that, that is overwhelming to me. And you need to know it is such an honor for us uh, to be in community with you, uh, to have the chance to come alongside you and maybe try to help you find some solutions or some answers to whatever you're wrestling with in your ministry. We really, really love the opportunity to do that. We don't take that lightly ever. Um, and it really is an honor to get to speak into your ministry. So um, we're really grateful that you walk with us and uh, we're grateful to walk with you. So, uh, and some other people who are walking with us are our friends at Maven Media Productions. Uh, they're doing some amazing help with us uh, on the podcast with uh, editing and graphics and all the stuff that they're doing. If you if you need help with that or you need somebody to come in and maybe coach up your, your social media team, uh, they're the people to do that. You can find them at mavenmediaproductions.com. They're amazing people. There's a link in our bio uh, for them. And uh, thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Um, we thank you for listening every single week. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Thank you.